0: It's one o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. The headlines, police arrest leading pro-democracy activists Joshua Wong and Agnes Chow. State media say the unrest in Hong Kong is an attempt to contain China and bring about a colour revolution. And the Civil Human Rights Front fails to overturn a police ban on its March planned for tomorrow. Police have arrested pro-democracy group Democisto's Secretary-General Joshua Wong and member Agnes Chow. The group says on Facebook that Mr Wong was pushed into a private car at about 7.30 this morning on his way to South Horizons MTR station and was taken to Wan Chai Police Headquarters. Ms Chow was arrested at her home this morning. Democisto Vice Chairman Isaac Cheng says the government is trying to scare people away from joining future protests.
1: He is frightening Hong Kong people not to come out again, fight for the rights they deserve. So uh, we urge Hong Kong people must come out in every circumstances, in every assembly and protest, to make Hong Kong uh, become the Hong Kong again, and also to protect the values we are valuable.
0: Police Mr Wong has been arrested for inciting, organising and taking part in the surrounding of police headquarters two months ago, which was an unauthorised assembly. And Mr Chow has been arrested for inciting and taking part in the same rally. The arrests this morning came hours after the arrest of the founder of the banned Hong Kong National Party, Chan Ho Tin. He was detained at the airport last night. Mr. Chan has been accused of taking part in a riot and assaulting police. Police say the alleged offences relate to a rally in Seongsoi in mid July. During that time, a rally against parallel traders later ended in clashes between police and protesters. State media say the unrest in Hong Kong is an attempt to contain China and bring about what they describe as a colour revolution. The Xinhua News Agency said it wanted to give the sternest warning to anti-China troublemakers that illegal acts challenging one country, two systems would be penalised. Meanwhile, the People's Daily has said it was wishful thinking if American politicians thought they could benefit by playing the Hong Kong card. paper says the central government is confident order can be restored in Hong Kong under the one country, two systems framework. The Civil Human Rights Front has failed to overturn a police ban on its march planned for tomorrow. After a two-hour meeting, the Appeal Board's chairman, Pang Kin Ke, said all members agreed that the march would pose a serious threat to public order and safety. He said the board took into account the violence incidents that had taken place after recent rallies. The vice convener of the Civil Human Rights Front, Molly Leng, expressed disappointment with the decision, adding that the march tomorrow will be cancelled. But she said when officials count down on peaceful protests and ignore public demands, it only triggers more anger in society.
1: It is human nature that when our peaceful demands, legitimate demands, are not hurt, it's human nature that Hong Kong people or any other people would become more radical. And that is exactly what the civil human rights front do not want to see. And that is why we continue to request to march peacefully, but they're not giving us a chance.
0: Ms Leung also says she fears for her safety after the group's convener was attacked by two armed men yesterday. Another protest organiser, Yuen Long resident Max Chung, was also attacked yesterday. Ms Leung says such attacks won't deter her from organising anti-government protests
1: would condemn this kind of violence, because what they had done were really to organize peaceful protests. And the Civil Human Rights Fund is even praised by the government and also the police. So it is totally unreasonable and totally condemnable that these people are attacked. And I think that is an action to create such white horror, to scare people away from protests. But I think if that is their intention, it will not succeed. It will only anger Hong Kong people even more. And we will just be more determined to come out and voice out our anger.
0: The airport authority has published an advertisement in major newspapers asking passengers to arrive early for flights in light of calls to block airport transport links on Sunday. It warned anyone who tried to undermine airport operations risks violating a court injunction. It also said if flights were again disrupted, it would severely affect Hong Kong's economy. Hundreds of flights were grounded for two days earlier this month when the airport was besieged by thousands of protesters. A short video uploaded by the People's Daily onto its Weibo page shows mainland police conducting another round of anti-riot exercises in Shenzhen. The minute-long clip shows a large number of armed officers in riot gear facing a large group of demonstrators in yellow helmets armed with wooden sticks. Police eventually disperse them with batons, water cannon and tear gas. A defence spokesman called it a regular exercise. A barrister has expressed concern over calls for a law against wearing masks, saying it may not reduce violence at protests and will just lead to more arrests. Pro government groups have suggested the government ban the wearing of masks at demonstrations. Jeffrey Young from the Progressive Lawyers Group says this would be problematic because in some cases, such as a gay pride march, participants wear masks for privacy reasons. I'm not sure that those hardcore protesters out there they're going to take off their masks and not go out to protest just because there's an anti mask law. And if that's the case then what's going to happen is simply that there will be more arrests and convictions. And is that going
1: to do any better? I'm not sure that's really going to solve the problem.
0: A new police assistant commander for the Chunwan district has reportedly issued a reminder to his colleagues saying that officers must not call protesters cockroaches. Assistant commander Simon Southgate confirmed to Hong Kong Free Press that he sent the email on Tuesday morning. Frontline officers have been filmed using the term to describe anti-extradition law protesters. Mr Southgate was quoted as saying that the email was a routine reminder of the importance of good conduct and discipline and urged officers not to give people who were unhappy with the force any opportunity to make a complaint or discredit the force. A group of social workers is calling on the Social Welfare Department to support people who were affected by tear gas fired by police in recent anti-extradition protests. It also also wants the department to support minors who have been arrested, as well as social workers. Members of the anti-extradition bill Social Welfare Alliance gathered at Social Welfare Department headquarters in Wan Chai. Chief Social Work Officer Rosemary Kwan came out to meet them, but the workers wanted to talk to the department head, Carol Yip. Tomika Wong is a member of the group.
1: Actually, all this time he he kept silence and he didn't say anything at all to protect our social workers. So we are extremely furious because in all these two months where there are more than 12 social workers got arrested. So we are here to do something to to hopefully to clarify the role, the, the rules and regulations to the police so we can be safe at the site to protect the citizens.
0: Private home prices have dropped for a second month but at a slower pace. New data from the Rating and Valuation Department showed prices in July fell 0.1% from a month ago and after June's 0.53% fall. On a year-on-year basis, prices also slipped 0.1%, but for the first seven months of this year, prices were still up 9.7%. Rent levels also rose 0.31% in July, the fifth consecutive monthly gain. The World Bank says it's again reviewing a loan to China to provide vocational education to the Muslim Uyghur minority, but has no indication the funds were used for anything other than schooling. From Policy magazine reported this week that the 50 million US dollar bank loan was used to buy barbed wire, gas launchers, and body armor. But the bank says its previous twice yearly reviews haven't showed evidence of that. The loan was approved in 2015 before reports of widespread mass internment camps in Xinjiang, which Beijing says are vocational training centers. President Trump has formally established a new Pentagon command for space warfare. Speaking at the White House, he said adversaries of the United States were weaponizing Earth's orbit with new technology, targeting satellites that were critical to military operations and the American way of life. Mr. Trump said Space Command would defend these vital interests and ensure U.S. dominance in space was never threatened.
2: We will now treat space as an independent region overseen by a new Unified Geographic Combatant Command. The establishment of the 11th Combatant Command is a landmark moment, one that recognizes the centrality of space to America's national security and
0: defense. A major study has found the increased risk of breast cancer from menopausal hormone therapy can persist for more than 10 years after the treatment stops. A team at Oxford University calculates that one in 50 women taking combined MHT develops breast cancer as a result of the drugs. The findings were based on data for more than 100,000 women from around the world. Professor Gillian Reeves is one of the researchers.
1: Almost all of the preparations that we looked at increase the risk of breast cancer, but perhaps more importantly, some of the excess risk actually persists for more than a decade after women have stopped taking HRT. And what this means is that when we revise our estimates of the risks associated with HRT, they are not surprisingly larger than we previously thought. And in fact, compared to earlier estimates, the excess risk is almost double.
0: Genetic analysis has concluded there's no single gay gene that determines a person's sexual orientation, a notion popularised in the 1990s. Research in Europe and the US found that while there is a genetic component, it accounts for between 8 to and 25% of same-sex behaviour across the population, and that factors such as nurture play a role. Professor Melinda Mills is a sociologist at Oxford University.
2: We knew for a long time that same-sex behavior and orientation seemed to run in families and that there was a biological component. And until now, we knew little about the genetic or biological basis of this behavior. And these studies in the 90s were often quite small on 100 families and almost exclusively on gay men. This study, it's really the largest study that we've ever seen in this area. It's almost half a million people. They looked across the entire genome. They calculated genetic heritability in another way, so this prediction. And they found, actually, they could eventually probably predict up to 25%.
0: The World Health Organization has announced plans to create a global registry to track research into human genetic manipulation. WHO says while genome editing technologies hold great promise to overcome diseases, They also pose unique challenges. Finance now and local and regional shares have risen across the board as Beijing and Washington signal further trade talks ahead, easing fears of an all-out tariff escalation. Short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 25,875. That's up 172 points. Market turnover was $44.2 billion. Currencies. Short time ago, the euro was at 1 US dollar and 10 cents. The greenback was at 106.41 yen, and the pound was worth $9.55. Sport now, and here's Joanne Wong.
1: first and Coco Goff did it again. The 15-year-old American has set up a third round U.S. Open showdown with top seed and defending champion Naomi Osaka. The teenage American defeated Hungarian qualifier Timia Babos 6-2 6-6-4. became a phenomenon after making a sensational run to the fourth round at Wimbledon before falling to eventual champion Simona Halep. But the reigning Wimbledon champion suffered her third straight early exit at Flushing Meadows. The BBC's Russell Fuller is more.
2: Here at Flushing Meadows, we have seen more surprises on the women's side of the draw it's been the men's competition that's caused a few more upsets up until this point but today we've lost the wimbledon champion simona hallett and two other members of the world's top ten Hallett lost in a third set tie break to the American qualifier Taylor Townsend, 116 in the world. The American coming to the net over 100 times in the match, regularly serving and volleying and saving one match point. Also out, Petra Kvitova, who lost to Andrea Pekovic of Germany, the world number 88, and Irina Sabalenka of Belarus, who lost to Yulia Putintseva of Kazakhstan. There have, though, been wins for... Naomi Osaka, the defending champion, the men's champion in 2016, Stan Wawrinka, and Alex Bereff, the men's sixth seed, who for the second time in two matches was taken to five sets.
1: World number 2 Rafael Nadal has advanced to the third round without playing, after Australian Tenasi Kokonakis withdrew because of a right shoulder injury. Australian Nick Curios reached through apparel and slow challenge controversies as he dispatched 104th-ranked Frenchman Antoine Huang in three sets. Curios had to fold down his collar because of an inscription that officials feared violated closing rules. He also had an argument with a chair umpire. To football and Liverpool centre back Virgil van Dijk has won the UEFA Men's Player of the Year award, while Leon's Lucy Bronze took the women's prize. Fantastic, um, it's been a it's been a great year, and to obviously get recognition for what we achieved last year is, is outstanding, and it's all credit to uh, you know to everyone at Melwood, everyone at Liverpool. Um, everyone has helped me along the way as well, so, uh, yeah, great. Obviously I'm ecstatic and super humbled to have won the award, um, up against two fantastic players who I know really well at Lyon, two great girls, great players, Um, but I want to say a huge thanks to the Lionesses, the England team, Uh, We had a great summer um, and I don't think I would have won this award if it wasn't for them. Dutchman Van Dijk starred as Liverpool won their sixth European Cup last season with a 2-0 Champions League final victory over Tottenham in Madrid. Fullback Rons is the first English winner of the honour. Formula One and Mercedes has confirmed that Valtteri Bottas will be staying put for the 2020 season. The world champion exercised an option to extend his contract and keep him, rather than promote their reserve driver Esteban Ocon, who's now moving to Reynold. And that's your look at sport.
0: To end the news, the top stories once again. Police arrest leading pro-democracy activists Joshua Wong and Agnes Chow. State media says the unrest in Hong Kong is an attempt to contain China and bring about a colour revolution the Civil Human Rights Front fails to overtake a police ban on its march planned for tomorrow. The news from RTHK.
2: Are you always looking at your phone Watching people you don't even know I could lay here by myself alone Self alone, yeah. yeah I don't want us to be enemies So I'm thinking maybe I should leave Cause you're bringing out the worst in me worst in me,
0: yeah I love you so much that I hate you Right now it's so hard to claim you Cause you're so damn beautiful
2: That you say you're gonna leave. That's when you get the very best of me. You know, we need it like the air we breathe. Air we breathe, yeah.